catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stand. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, a Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. Calvin and I are here today. Vinny is off today. He is working his other job, uh, but Calvin and I are here. We're running the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. Welcome in. It is a huge day for us Kings fans. Calvin's got the crown on. He's got his jacket. I got a starter jacket and this uh, Hawaii-themed king's hat i hope you guys are all excited for this draft lottery because today is a huge day for the nba it's a huge day for every team that didn't make the playoffs that didn't trade their draft pick what's up brian what's up flame uh, flurry gothan progressive g welcome in everybody please hit that like button please hit that subscribe button we got the draft lottery starting here in about 25 minutes or so what's up jeff good to see you here and key kings but we have a treat for you while we're waiting. Calvin is going to be DJing some awesome music for us. Calvin, anything that you want to mention or talk about or say about the draft lottery before you get started? Uh, just best of luck, right? Like, I mean, there's nothing you can really do at this point. Um, there's no guarantee for anything. And as Kings fans, we're just going to hope for the best. <laughs> yes, we will hope for the best. Real quick, before we jump into everything, if you were not watching the podcast earlier, Basketball at the Bar, uh, and you're just joining in, I might as well let you know what the draft odds are looking like here in the lottery. So to start off, Houston, Orlando, and Detroit are all at the bottom. Uh, they are slated picks one, two, and three as of right now. All three of those teams has a 14% chance to move into pick number one or a 52.1% chance to stay in the top four. The only way they are moved out of that is if other teams lower leapfrog them by winning the draft lottery. Uh, Oklahoma City has two picks 
Uh, they have pick number 12 and pick uh, number four, and they have a 12.5% chance of getting the number one pick, 48.1% of moving into the top four. Indiana's got a 10.5% chance. Portland's got a 9% chance. Your Sacramento Kings have a 7.5% chance of winning the number one overall pick or a 32% chance of moving into the top four. Those are not bad odds, Calvin. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans via the Lakers pick have a 6% chance of moving into number one. San Antonio's got a 4.5% chance. Washington has a 3% chance. New York, 2%. Uh, Charlotte has a 1%, and Cleveland sitting there at the bottom, pick number 14 right now. They have a 0.5% chance of winning the number one overall pick and a 2.4% chance of moving into the top four. Not looking good for Cleveland, uh, but, you know, they've won the draft lottery so many times, and they're, uh, they're looking pretty good. The Rockets, uh, they have a 14% chance of winning the number one overall pick and a 52.1% chance of staying in the top four. Um, We were discussing on the other podcast earlier some of these guys we like. I think Calvin and I agree that Chet Holmgren is is probably going to be the number one overall pick in this draft. Um, But, hey, you never know. Things can still change here. The lottery is today, but the draft is not today. So we'll get some clarity as far as which team's picking number one, but that doesn't necessarily uh, mean we'll know today who is going to go number one. Jabari Smith is at the top of our board, uh, Ben Chero, Jaden Ivey, uh, a lot of these guys. But uh, today is all about the lottery and figuring out what position you're going to get and uh, whether that pick is less valuable or more valuable than it currently is, and uh, if you're going to stay with that pick or potentially make a trade like we've seen in the past few years, uh, Philadelphia trading up to get pick number one, uh, a huge blunder for them, Jason Tatum falling to pick number three to the Boston Celtics. So, uh, yeah, Flame Flurry, we're not going to be broadcasting. Unfortunately, we can't. I can give you play-by-play, but Calvin's going to be here DJing. You ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. Uh, let's spin that shit, guys. Let's go. Calvin's going to be DJing. I'll be here in the chat uh, interacting with you guys. I can also turn on my microphone here to to talk. Um, but we're just going to be listening to some music here and vibing for the next 20 minutes or so until the lottery starts. Then we'll come back on, and, and we'll be here breaking down everything as it happens. All right, Calvin. Let's hear it. I don't play, I got woes, I got God, I got hope, I got soul in my home, I got G, that's my bro, OB on a beat, he got heat on the stove, if they keep playing with us, they gon' reap what they sow, whoa, yeah buddy, we gon' keep talking cold, and I hang with a few, cause the most do the most, wine bottles on the table, get the chairs and a toast, cause we didn't save ourselves, it was God as a boast, uh, look, talking like they know me, they don't know the heart, I'm like Owen Hart, mixed inside a Noah's Ark, Tamagotchi in my pocket, why you holding off? Uh, Cause the oldest got the rocket that can mow a lawn uh, But I'm chilling in the field, didn't go to farm uh, Daddy told me keep it real, let's show no regard uh, Those who didn't want to build, try to throw a dart uh, When you got the shield, with you, you gon' hold it hard uh, I'm a sower, he the 
play. I got woes, I got God, I got hope, I got soap in my home. I got G, that's my bro, OB on the beat. He got heat on the stove. If they keep playing with us, they gon' reap what they sow. Whoa, uh, yeah, buddy, we gon' keep talking cold. And I hang with a few, cause the most do the most. Wine bottles on the table, get the chairs and a toast. Cause we didn't save ourselves, it was God as our boast. subscribe button guys we need to win the draft lottery today
shots in a while, gotta charge to the game. You gotta charge it to the game. I just bought a new whip, spent a couple thousand just to cruise it. Shawty said she love me, but it's worse, she'll never prove it. I never tell her, but I put it in the music. Well, that's okay. All I want to do is make the best of my whole day. Thank the Lord up above, get the cream on the side, make you laugh to know it. That's the stuff that I love, la, la, da, da, da. We can be friends if you wanna. We can just talk if you wanna. We can all Not the same things Say you need me But you really Trying to change lanes Well I don't even care In my life I don't battle With no fear Fighting dragons Always been a real one Hate you saying You're showing love You a real chameleon Get the facts Freaking straight Always on repeat Like We could be friends If you wanna We could just talk If you wanna We could hold hands If you wanna Hey tell me What you wanna do Ten minutes, guys. Ten minutes. Money long with your people. Don't that. I'm balling. My mama told me that I did my calling. 
Keep that stick on, you know, probably. Up and out the doors and let them all in. Yeah, they all in. Yeah. Big dog. They come out the pound, so we big dog. Heavy paddock on me, break my wrist off. I'm young, I don't rock it by the lift off. Three, two, one. I got big dog status, now I'm a big dog, bitch. Jesus. 
teasing me Jokes on you bitch You're not the only girl that's seeing me You get through with your features Opportunity seeker You think you get smooth Taught me hard Truthfully speechless Cause I work for this I stayed the way Paid the lane and stayed the same Invest in me if you want me To take you in and break the bank And to all you broke hoes And my past friends Who chose to shut the door on me I'll never let you back in Turn they backs in the past, now they wanna come back Too bad I'm not practicing forgiveness Realize that they fucked up, now they see me get sunk Can't eat while you standing in my kitchen Yeah, I remember when you talked down Hands out, thinking that you getting some of now If you weren't there for the grassroots I can't let you in, I'm sorry to break the bad news
What's up, guys? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, your favorite Sacramento Kings YouTube channel. We're here. We are covering the NBA Draft Lottery, and we're having a good time. Kings are going to win the number one pick this year. Calvin's been DJing. I hope you guys have been having a bunch of fun. Yeah, I hope you guys bared with me. I think I need that, uh, oh, that you need headphone. This? Yeah, it's cutting it out for me. But uh, welcome in, everybody. Hopefully you are having an awesome day. Uh, hopefully you guys were able to catch our morning show. Now we're here talking about the Kings and uh, whether they can potentially win the draft lottery this year. It's, uh, it's going to be an interesting few minutes here, and we will see what exactly happens. Calvin, what are your thoughts on the draft lottery, uh, this new process, and just kind of everything overall? Um, well, I think <clears throat> the new process is, is great. Like, I, you know, we, we just heard, who was it, Jalen Rose on uh, NBA Countdown talking about the, some of the good things that Adam Silver has done in recent years for the league to make it more com make a create a greater competitive balance, all that stuff. Um, and I think the adjustments to the draft lottery are, are one of those things for sure. They're, they're one of the high up things in my book. If you're going to have a lottery, it makes sense to, to incentivize uh, teams in certain ways to, um, y you know, create the, the better opportunity at, at equal opportunity, I should say, at getting the top pick, um, you know, incentivizing guys to stay with their teams they're, when they sign their rookie deals, mm -hmm. super teams kind of dissolving. I wouldn't say they're completely gone away. Um, look at Brooklyn and L.A. for two examples. That didn't work this season, yeah. admittingly. But yeah. I would still consider super teams to be a thing. But, you know, this is a, a step in the right direction, I would say. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's a big day for many teams, especially everyone that misses uh, the playoffs Unless you're a team like uh, the Pelicans and you make the playoffs and you traded for the Lakers' first-round pick, so you do have a chance here at winning the draft lottery as well. Uh, just real quick, I'll go over the lottery odds one more time, uh, just so you guys all know here. Houston, Orlando, Detroit all have a 14% chance of winning the number one pick, 52.1% chance of remaining in the top four here. 12.5% chance for Oklahoma City to win the number one pick, 105 for Indiana, 9% for Portland, and then the Sacramento Kings have a 7.5% chance at winning the number one overall pick here and a 32% chance of moving into the top four. Uh, that's pretty good, uh, pretty good odds, Calvin, especially for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, if they were to get a win tonight, it would by far be their most important win of the entire season and set them up pretty good moving in to next season. I saw some people earlier on uh, mentioning the Kings might get the number two overall pick. Uh, we know how they screwed that one up last time by drafting Marvin Bagley, whether that's injuries, whether that's the Kings fault or Marvin's fault or, or a combination of all that, you know, it, we're not quite sure, but winning the draft lottery tonight, getting one, two, three, four, or even remaining with seven and not moving down is a win for the Kings, in my opinion, and uh, it gives them a better shot at bringing some more talent to the squad. Yeah, definitely. 
<clears throat> I like Steven's comment here. It's like playing a game of dice. I kind of look at it like you're on the craps table, right? As the envelopes get unveiled, you don't see your team's name up there. It's like you're on a heater on the yeah. craps table. You're like, oh, yeah, we're going, we're yeah. going, we're going. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, bam. Your name pops num- up. Number seven. And you're like, fuck. I figured to get here in the mood a little bit, I don't want to depress anybody, but I, I kind of want to go over some past Sacramento Kings draft picks uh, just to you know lighten up the mood here a little bit. And good news, the past two years, I think the Kings have drafted pretty well. Uh, you know, Last year they had the number one pick in the first round and 39 in the second round. They took Davion Mitchell, Namias Keita. Uh, I know many Kings fans, especially towards the end of the season, wanted – Kata to be playing more. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to see too much out of him. But what we did see, we liked, especially with the G League. I think uh, last draft we could say was successful. The year before that, the Kings took Tyrese Halliburton with pick number 12. He obviously fell in that draft. Uh, they took Xavier Tillman, uh, who got traded to Memphis, with uh, their second-round pick, along with Jemias Ramsey and Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin was traded to Houston. Uh, Tillman and Martin have both played pretty well for their respective teams. Uh, Ramsey was cut by the Kings. So I'd say that it was kind of a so-so draft for them. Obviously, getting Tyrese Halliburton in the first round, they absolutely killed it. But when you draft guys in the second round, especially when you have three picks here, three shots at it, it doesn't help when you trade them to another team and then they hit, right? Yeah, and the one that you kept ends up getting cut. Yeah. And, you know, Tyrese is no longer on the Kings team. Uh, I, for one, was very disappointed in that decision, but I understand it. The Kings did get better. They brought in an all-star in DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, so I'd say last year's draft or, or 2020 draft was was a win as well. Um, 2019, the Kings did not have a first-round pick. They ended up moving that pick uh, to clear salary. To sign nobody, basically, Calvin. Uh, (laughs) I think it was like bringing guys like George Hill uh, and uh, Zach Randolph, stuff like that. Basically bringing veterans at positions that we had just drafted and take away playing time from those guys. It was quite unfortunate. Uh, So I'm just going to skip over 2019. 2018, the last time the Kings win the draft lottery, this was back in the the Divox era. Kings had the number two overall pick. They take Marvin Bagley. All five picks in the top five there, minus Marvin Bagley, are playing exceptionally well. Uh, and Trey Young, Luka Doncic, Jaron Jackson Jr., um, and, and DeAndre Ayton. We saw all of those guys make the playoffs this year, except for Marvin Bagley. They played pretty well. Luka Doncic is still playing. He's in the Western still Conference playing. Finals now. I know many Kings fans wanted the Kings to draft Luka Doncic so it's a little bit of a of a rough spot there um and then Gary Trent Jr they took him in the second round with pick number 37 but once again traded him to Portland and he's played exceptionally well the year before that they took De'Aaron Fox with pick number five they took Zach Collins traded him to Portland and then Frank Mason Fox is the only guy that's still on this team I'm just looking through here of all the recent picks, Davion Mitchell, Namias Keita, De'Aaron Fox, the only guys that are still on this team five years after the draft, out of the last five drafts. 
The year before that, they take Marquise Chris, number eight overall, trade him for Phoenix to get a couple more draft picks. Willie Cauley-Stein the year before that, Nick Stauskas the year before that, Ben McLemore, Thomas Robinson, Bismack Biombo, <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins, 2010, pick number five. I'd say the Kings pretty much nailed that pick. Uh, whatever happened with him later on, I, I think they're, he was the most talented center in the league for a certain amount of time. Uh, I didn't like how it ended in Sacramento. I wish they could have brought him more help. But since that 2010 draft, it's been very, very rocky for the Kings. They get De'Aaron Fox, who I think was the right pick at number five. Then they took Tyrese Halliburton. We were able to flip him for an all-star. Now you have Davion Mitchell. What is next for Sacramento? Well, it depends on where they land first, right? We got a got a bunch of ping pong balls out here on the table. They got to fall into place first. What's up, guys? Steven, Pika House, RP, Jeremiah, J. Drew, welcome, welcome, Priest, Patrick, Ivan, Trey, uh, or Tay, uh, Key Kings, Progressive G, welcome in, everybody. Thank you all for joining us. I hope you guys are excited. Lane, I see you here as well. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, I want to know who you think the Kings should draft if they get the number one pick, who you think they should draft if they get the number two pick, and who they should draft if they remain with pick number seven. Let us know here in the chat. I also posted a poll up top if you guys think the Kings will move up or not. Uh, only time will tell, and we're getting pretty we're close, getting close. Here, Calvin. We're getting close. If you were to win the draft lottery, if you're the Kings, you trade the pick or you keep it? Um, I'm I'm looking to trade the pick. I mean, as much as I like Chet Holmgren um, I, or Jabari Smith, like I would be happy with either one of those guys. I think that they fit onto this Kings team um, very well. It, it's just not a – it doesn't accelerate, in my opinion, the rate at which you get better. You know, you I, you have the plan for the future, um, and, it, you know, in a couple of years, you might be in a very different situation than you are right now. But I, I'm still exploring. I'm not making a trade just to make a trade, but I'm exploring trade options to get this team over the hump faster, over that playoff drought faster. Yeah, the, the Kings need to make something happen here. They need to win this draft lottery, and uh, that's the first step to them making it back to the playoffs, in my opinion. Uh, it's either who they get in this draft or who they are able to acquire via trade. It's a tough decision, you know, like getting the number one overall pick, you are, you have the pick of the litter, right? You could take anybody you want in this entire draft. I think it depends on what's available on the secondary market in terms of do you flip this pick or not? Um, you could get a guy like potentially Bradley Beal, John Collins. These guys are all winners, that have proven something in the NBA versus taking a number one overall pick who's unproven. We've definitely seen it work out in the past with guys like Anthony Davis, LeBron James, uh, more recently DeAndre Ayton, stuff like that. Sometimes it takes a little bit for these guys to get ready or, or to be able to perform. Anthony Edwards has played incredibly well in his second season in the NBA. Having the option to draft a guy and have him locked up for four years have his bird rights, be able to go over the cap, offer him more money than anybody else is 
a huge benefit for the Kings. But at the same time, is it a win-now type player? Because the Kings fan base wants to win now, right? And I think they deserve to win now. Yeah, for sure. Are any of these guys at the top of the draft win-now type players, or could they help the Kings make it to the playoffs this season or next season? Um, yeah, I do think, you know, if you're able to, to end up with one of those top three picks, uh, you know, like I said, I really like Chet Holmgren. I like Jabari Smith a lot. Um, there are things that, that worry me about how quickly they're going to be good in the NBA. So in terms of making a playoff run next season, look, I, I think you have to agree that if the Kings were to land one of those two guys, it would be an improvement from what they had last year. The question is how much of an improvement is it? Um, and how much do other teams in the Western Conference improve? You know, the Clippers just missed out on the playoffs this year. They're probably going to be pretty good next year when yep. they get everybody back healthy. Um, who knows what the Lakers are going to look like? What does San Antonio do? Do they end up with one of these top picks? Do they make a big trade that helps them improve their team and get better? New Orleans finished in ninth this year. They're yep. probably going to be better next year. They actually so, have the same odds this year as they yeah. did the year they won and took Zion. Exactly. So, yes, I like those players. I like their fit for the Kings. But in terms of accelerating them into a playoff team next season, that's still a bit of a, a shaky prediction for me yep good news for the kings uh anderson verjao is representing the cavaliers in this draft lottery so we dodged a bullet there guys uh, i don't think the cavaliers are going to be winning the number one pick here when dan gilbert's son is there they (laughs) absolutely kill it demontis sabonis is there for sacramento uh i don't know his luck as far as the draft lottery goes but uh there's such thing as beginner's luck right yeah this is exciting. I can't wait for this to see what happens. Uh, Rip Hamilton is representing the Pistons, it looks like. Yeah, and I, I saw in the chat here he brought his mask with him. <laughs> so I don't know if that's good news or bad news. Or Raphael Stone is representing the Houston Rockets. Here we go. They are walking... To the stage with, I'm assuming, pick number 14. Right? Yeah, you would think so. Who knows? They change things up all the time, right? They're definitely getting now, their money's worth. You can't start on at this. number one, though. They're like, we're going to start it at five o'clock, but really, it's going to start at 520, right before the game. All right, here we go. Mark Tatum is here. The 14th pick goes to the Cleveland Cavaliers. All right, that's a win for us. 13th pick goes to Charlotte Hornets. Okay, so far so so good. So far so good. The 12th pick goes to Oklahoma City Thunder. This is looking good, guys. The Kings, uh, according to my math, cannot go past nine at this point 11th pick goes to the new york knicks they don't look very happy there (laughs) 
Pick number 10, Washington Wizards. This is good, guys. This is good. Ninth pick. Nice rolling good numbers. You know it. Goes to the Spurs. All right. King's got no later than eighth now. It's getting interesting now. Eighth pick goes to the New Orleans Pelicans. All right. All right. Big news. Come on. No Kings. No Kings. No Kings. Come on. Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, buddy. All right. Here we go. All right, guys. Looks like the Kings are moving up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Indiana Pacers get pick number six. Wow. Okay. This is looking good for the okay. Kings, guys. Woo. Man, this is exciting. Fifth pick goes to Detroit Pistons. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> You're saying there's that, a chance, Sacramento. Right there. You're saying there's a chance. Woo. Oh, you know they're going to take a commercial break here. Yeah, they got to slow it down. So... We got left Oklahoma Man. City, Sacramento, Orlando, and Houston. and Houston. Oh, man. This is huge. Top four, guys. Top four. Uh, this is already a win for Sacramento. Let's go. Let's go. If you're excited, let us know in the chat. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. The offseason just got a lot more interesting for the Sacramento yes, Kings. Woo. What a good week. We got our coach. <clears throat> We got a top pick in the draft. Woo. Didn't I say number three? I think I said I was feeling number three. I think you did, yeah. And but, uh, Gotham called number two before we went, came on air. So Yeah, this is great. Jeff is loving life. Steven stoked. Jay Drew. Yeah, rolling, rolling, rolling. This is huge. Holy cow. I got to look right. at this mock draft again, Big money, Calvin. no whammies. I got to look at this mock draft again. I mean, this again. pretty much guarantees you either uh, – well, this gives you so many options. You get Holmgren, right? Smith, Blanchero, Ivy. You're going to yeah. get one of those four guys. Yeah, and if the guy that you like out of those four doesn't go, you've got a ton of options. Keegan Murray is somebody I really, really like. It might be a little high at four or you know even higher than that to take yeah. him, but I think he's a fantastic player that would fit well with this Kings team. Um, and yeah, Shade on Sharp would be there still potentially at four. So this gives you a ton of options. And you can always trade down as well, too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. if there's a guy you like at six and you end up with pick three or two or whatever, you can always trade down to six, get some additional capital, capital maybe pick mm -hmm. up. Uh, a shooting guard or a power forward and fill the position with the draft. Yeah, so. I can already see the wheels or the gears in Monty's head turning as we speak right now. Oh, man. You guys are good luck. I love it. You guys <laughs> don't. Nobody do anything. Nobody touch anything. <laughs> they, nobody go anywhere. Just stay right here. You can hit the like button if you want. But we can't go anywhere. T says Kings will get number one. Oh man, man that guys! Would be crazy. I feel like I just had like a Red Bull or something. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm just—I got some energy. I was gonna have a beer, but all the beers are warm. But who, who cares? I'm gonna have a warm beer. Oh yeah, yeah. You want a warm beer? I'm gonna pass on that, but thank you. I'm excited. Should I wait? Should I wait? You might want to wait. I'm gonna wait. Don't do anything, is what you you're just right, said. You're right. You're right. 
I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious, but <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. Ham said the Kings were going to trade the pick if it wasn't top four. Yeah, I mean, that's what we've been hearing for months now, um, which it makes a lot of sense. I still don't rule out a possibility of a trade within the top four, too. I just think that it's less likely, right, because now you're looking for a bigger prize if you're going to trade that pick. Oh, man, this is exciting. I'm so excited. I, part of me is getting a little, like, uh, selfish here, and I'm like, come oh, on, don't get, four. don't get four. Gotham's telling you to go for it. Don't second-guess yourself. All right, I'm going Hot for it. Hot that shot. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. Too bad we don't have any champagne. Right? That would have been the right move. Uh, it reminds me of a... Reminds uh, me of high school, Calvin. Here. The last time the Kings won a playoff game. <laughs> yeah. The last time Davis High was in a playoff game, too. I think. Oh, it's not so bad. I'm happy with top three. Come on, Jeremiah. You know you're happy now already. Come on. <laughs> come on. Oh, man. This is getting to me. Why do they got to take the commercial right here, huh? All right. They're back, Calvin. Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm going to do. My whole day is lost now celebration mode they also announced i mean what we did earlier on the show if you guys haven't known already but uh marcus smart's out al horford is out of this game today game one big loss uh big covid losses. protocols or whatever health and safety whatever they call it <clears throat> here we go calvin oh man this is crazy oh here we go fourth pick goes to Sacramento Kings. Woo! There you have it. That's okay, guys. I'm happy with four. It. Oh, that's a big win. That is big win. a win for us. That's a win. Houston Rockets got pick number three. Dude, I called it. Orlando number one. Oklahoma City Thunder number two. Orlando number one. All I had was Houston and Sacramento flip. Man, that was close. pretty close. Is that actually what happened, though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Orlando is official. They have the number one pick in the draft. Go. Oklahoma City has pick number two. Uh, pick number three goes to Houston, and your Sacramento Kings have pick number four. Wow. Let, let the debate begin. That feels good. I mean, I was a little bit more excited before the commercial, but I'll take four. <laughs> I'm happy with four. I'm going to turn this thing off, though, so I can put my full attention in here. All right, Calvin, let's go look at some mock drafts now. They have, people are saying, uh, oh, number two is uh, Oklahoma City. All right, so looking here at the mock drafts, Kings are at number four. It's looking like they might take Jaden Ivey or Shaden Sharp. Uh, Kings need a guard. They need a shooting guard. What does this Not mean for guard. Sacramento? What does this mean for Dante DiVincenzo? Well, I mean, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here. I, I don't, we don't know how the first three picks are going to exactly play out, even though you might logically be able to guess which team has taken who. But, um, but I, I'm not so sure what Houston's going to do there at number three. Um, and I, I think number one and two are kind of, at, at this point, foregone conclusions because both those teams would prefer to have a big man. Um, Orlando is probably going to go after Holmgren, and that leaves Oklahoma City to take Jabari Smith since they've already got guards yep. set up on that team. Yep. 
Um, so, you know, again, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I think that the Kings are in a great position right now because they could get potentially one of the two best athletes overall in the class. Good two-way players. We need more defensive-minded guards in Sacramento. Um, a guy that can fit alongside De'Aaron Fox, Ivy or Sharp, I, I think fit the, that mold. Um, so right now it's it's got to be between whoever the Kings like better out of the two of those guys. Yep. Uh, Jeremiah says, does this pick help us break the drought? Yes, it does. It helps. It it's, does. It doesn't guarantee that the drought is broken. Oh, nothing. Helps. There's no guarantees in this world. But, yes, it does help. Uh, if you're the Kings, are you looking to trade up at all? I mean, now that you have four. Sure, if it's, it's possible. It's yeah. easier to trade up to three, to two, if there is a guy that you really like. Yeah, I, I find it unlikely that Orlando or Oklahoma City is going to move out of that spot. Um, unless they're going to get, you know, an all-star in return. And I don't see the Kings trading Sabonis or Fox for the number two pick. That doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. So I, I find that unlikely, an unlikely scenario. But, you know, you never know. Things Crazier things have happened. If you're Sacramento, are you trading this pick? Well, only if I'm getting a guaranteed starter in return, somebody that's starting day one at power forward or shooting guard. That's the only way I'm trading this pick. Yeah. Yeah, and Jaden Ivey, it looks like, might be the guy. Uh, I would love that fit. And, and he and could be a day one starter. Shaden Sharp is a great, has a lot of potential as well. A lot of potential. But we just forget sometimes, or maybe people don't, but we haven't seen him play competitive basketball in a long time. He did, He sat out the entire year at Kentucky. So, again, doesn't mean that he can't play or that he's not uh, ready to play in the pros. But it, it is tougher for me to pick somebody that I'd never saw play against that college-level competition when I know Jaden Ivey has the ability to succeed against that level of competition already. Steven, man, don't be so angry, man. We got we won. We got pick number four. Be happy with that. Don't hit the reset button. Odds are we'd stay at pick number seven or move down. Like I, I'm calling this a win. Pick oh, number it's a huge four win. is is a win for the Kings. We're gonna get. We just talked about it earlier, and you know, if you guys have not been paying attention, Calvin and I have another YouTube channel called Basketball at the Bar. I'm gonna post a link here in the chat. We talk about the entire NBA. So we do that show every single weekday. Uh, it's about 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you guys want to follow us more and you're interested in more than just King's content, check out that channel, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you're notified when we put out a new video. Um, but yeah, this is a win for the Kings. We were talking about this morning the top four picks are basically the best players in this draft. And then there's a little bit of a drop-off. So we were worried about the Kings drafting 7, 8, 9, 10. You're in the top four. You're going to get a good player. I think the Kings are either going to get their starting power forward, they're going to get their starting shooting guard, or they're going to flip it for an all-star. So, for me, this is a huge win for the Sacramento oh, Kings. Oh, Ivan, come on. don't Please don't compare Shaden Sharp to LeBron and Kobe. Man, come <laughs> on. Don't go there. <laughs> oh, man. But I, I think it's huge. I think it's a huge win. Death and taxes are guaranteed. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's true. I'm saying nothing in basketball. 
<laughs> Flame Flurry 11 just won 100 bucks. Congratulations. You, you're lucky. You're yeah, so man. lucky. You, you won the Marvin Beck. Did you win the Davion Mitchell ball too? Yeah, right? And uh, you're, uh, hopefully you entered in the contest to win the Fanatics gift card. If you guys have not entered in to win that contest, it's on Basketball at the Bar. We're giving away a $250 Fanatics gift card. So make sure you guys check that out. I'll post the link here in the chat. But uh, go enter in that contest so that uh, Flame Flurry doesn't win <laughs> everything, right? Right. Yeah, man. Ivan, you got me good with that one. I was about ready to explode on that one. <laughs> please, please, Monty, don't mess this pick up. I don't think he will. I really don't. Uh, everything I've seen from him is great. Um, this pick gives him, not that we were expecting a huge offseason, like we were like, okay, they need to make some moves. They need to add more talent to this team. But all this pick does is it just gives him more to work with. Oh, for sure. And either you're going to get a better player here <laughs> or you're going to trade it. Yeah, thanks, Lane, for a cold <laughs> beer. Yeah, I'm drinking warm beer over here. That's, That's awesome. how excited. That's how excited <laughs> I am for this. I was not going to drink today. I didn't put anything in the fridge. <laughs> and you guys can't see it, but he actually pulled that beer out of a cooler that doesn't have ice in it. Yeah. So it is for sure a warm beer. Vinny Squatch is off today, so uh, I was running the equipment, not keeping the beers cold. But uh, thank you, Lane. We we greatly appreciate that. Jay Drew says leverage. Yeah, yeah, leverage. I saw someone earlier talking about Mike Brown and losing two games with the Warriors. What were your thoughts on that, Calvin? <laughs> I mean... Look, they're in the playoffs, first of all. They're playing Fred, a, Fred's a in the great house. team. They're going to lose some games. It does, And it's just it's a completely different situation. It's a different team. Um, it, I don't think you can really make draw any comparisons as to that's what Mike Brown's going to look like as a coach of, in Sacramento. Yeah, I mean, for Mike Brown, the dude couldn't win in this situation, right? Like... If he wins the championship or if he wins wins like a few games like he did in advance, everyone's going to be like, oh, Mike Brown shouldn't have lost the game or it's it's Kerr's team or whatever. If they lost, then it would have been all on Mike Brown and it would have been like Mike Brown lost the Warriors a chance at a championship. Yeah, The dude was in a rough position, kind of like Alvin Gentry was this year. That's what happens when you take over the interim coach, right, is it's all <laughs> yeah, your yeah. fault. And you don't get any uh, any praise for what happened. Look, Luke Walton. What was his interim record in Golden State? Thirty nine and two, oh, or something, something like ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. How'd that work out in Sacramento? You know. Yep. What's up, Fred? Good to see you. Thank you for the super chat. We greatly appreciate it. It's good to see you. I would like to see you on our other channel, Basketball at the Bar, Fred, because I know you love drinking beers uh, and watching with us. So I'm going to just post the link here. Make sure you go subscribe to Basketball at the Bar and enter in that contest to win a $250 Fanatics gift card because we are giving one away. Also, if you guys love playing video games, NBA 2K, Calvin and I are going to be putting out a ton of off-season content on that channel uh, talking about uh, you know team rebuilds, what we're doing on 2K. We're going to go over the draft. We're going to go over um, you know free agency putting out a ton of stuff so make sure you guys stay tuned to that and of course we'll do another king's rebuild yeah yeah of course we're going to be putting out content on this channel as well uh probably about once a week or so not as much as basketball at the bar but we're here for you guys 
And uh, if you guys miss us, you can always hit us up on Instagram. Uh, we got the Instagram socials right down there. What's up, Patrick? Good to see you here. Oh, I'm just feeling so good, man. Pick think number we can, four. I think we can end this poll now, yeah? Yeah. Pick number four, Calvin. Pick number four. Pick number four. Oh, man. There's a lot of adrenaline pumping through these veins right now. Yeah. It feels yeah. great. So what are you thinking if you're Monty right now? Well, uh, my first thought is that uh, I got options. I got plenty of options right now. Take this jacket off. It's getting hot in here. I think Monty has definitely shown us from previous uh, experience and, um, you know, just his short history with the Kings that he's going to do a ton of homework, Mm -hmm. obviously not just on the prospects here in the draft, the guys that should be available to him at number four, but also his options around the league. Like you mentioned earlier, trading down, I think, is probably the most unlikely of scenarios but it's still an option there. Trading the pick altogether for a win-now player might be an option. Um, there's, there are a ton of different paths that can be taken right now, both just from individual prospects. There's a number of guys. I'm already seeing like four or five different names here in the chat. Yep. A lot of people like different guys here uh, and you know, possibly trading the pick altogether. So he's got a ton of options to work with, and it, he's probably going to get to work, you know, Right now. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> making he's phone do. calls already uh, after he's done high-fiving everybody. Yeah. We need to send DeMontis Sabonis to the draft lottery every year <laughs> if we're in it again, uh, which hopefully hopefully we are not. Yeah. Can we talk about DeAndre Ayton here for a little bit? Sure. I want to hear. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What are your thoughts on him? Obviously, uh, I think he's moved on from Phoenix. I don't know whether Phoenix has at this point or not moved on from him. He wants a max deal. It's probably going to end up being a sign and trade uh, because if you're Phoenix, you can't really afford to lose him for nothing. Should the Sacramento Kings go after a guy like DeAndre Ayton? And does today's pick help them? Or are you taking that off the table and you're giving up like Rashawn Holmes, uh, maybe I don't want to say Davion Mitchell, but maybe Davion Mitchell, maybe a Harrison Barnes, stuff like that. Man, uh, there's a lot to unpack with that whole situation. First of all, I know it looks really bad right now in Phoenix, but I wouldn't rule out completely the possibility that he ends up staying there. Um, again, it doesn't seem like things are going their way right now. He might want out. Obviously, him and Monty Williams 
you know, have some issues that they need to work out there. Uh, and of course, there's the question of will Robert Sarver commit enough money to actually resign him? So it, it might be a long shot, but here's the thing, and you have to look at this from both sides, the organization and the player. DeAndre Aiden wants a max contract, but I think he also likes winning, yep. which he has done every year that he's been a pro so far, basically. Moving on from the Suns probably means he's going to get his max contract, but he's going to go to a team that might not make the playoffs for a year or two. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how much do you really balance that? When he comes back after, you know, they've had some time to chill, uh, get over this disappointing collapse, he probably is going to talk to Devin Booker. Maybe he talks to Chris Paul, who we already know said he wants to come back and give it another shot here mm -hmm. with this team. They were the number one team in the league this year. So there are a lot of reasons why it would make sense for DeAndre Aiden to want to stay in Phoenix. If he doesn't, should the Kings make a run at him? Yeah, I think a lot of teams are going to make a run at this guy. Yeah. Um, and the, the question is, are is giving him a max contract going to, obviously you think it improves the team, but is it going to leave you enough room cap-wise to continue improving the team so that you're not just a fringe playoff team anymore, but you actually have a chance to maybe win a playoff series in a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a tough, tough decision for him. Um, and also I'm not so sure how great the fit in theory is of Aiton and Sabonis next to each other. Mm -hmm. um, I think they can play together, you know, but, Again, I go back to what I was saying towards the end of the year with Sabonis when we were talking about who is the right guy to put next to him. I like Sabonis better when he plays close to the basket or at least catches the ball at the free throw line and kind of plays the Draymond Green role of the point center, point forward, so to speak. Yeah, I, I don't want to see him out on the three-point line too much unless he makes a huge improvement next season. Mm -hmm. DeAndre Ayton's not going to play outside. That, he's definitely a back-to-the-basket type guy. So can it work? Yeah, I think it can, but it might not be the best possible combination that you could have. Are you more concerned on the offensive end or the defensive end? With what? Having those two guys on the court at the same time. I'm more time. concerned on offense okay. than I am on defense. Another team to look forward to uh, is the Charlotte Hornets. Um, they're interviewing Kenny Atkinson, second interview. They need a center they'll probably go after a guy like DeAndre Ayton, or maybe it will end up being a, a multi-team trade between them, the Kings, uh, the Suns, something like that. We know the Kings are trying to move on from Rashawn Holmes, uh, and there are some teams that could use his services in the NBA. So interesting situation, something to definitely keep an eye on. Uh, Calvin, we had a question here in the chat. Um, you take best available at four? Probably, probably uh, it's going to be, it might be difficult to determine who is best available at four too, right? Like, because you're going to have these, these big guys go probably one, two, three is a question mark. Maybe Houston ends up taking Bancaro, um, who's another big guy. So then you've got this basically load of guards and wings mm -hmm. and trying to determine who's best available at that spot between all those guys isn't maybe as clear-cut, I think, in this draft as it's been for the Kings in the past two. You know, when they were picking at 12, it was pretty obvious that Tyrese Halliburton was the best available player yep. there. When you're picking at four and you've got Jaden Ivey, Keegan Murray, Shaden Sharp, 
all these names and all players that are similar both in size, build, athleticism, um, and, and in some respects playing style, that's a lot more difficult to decipher who's best available at that moment. Yeah, I, I think if you have a guy that you really like that you think you could potentially get with this fourth pick, you go after that guy. If he's not available, you got to have a backup plan, and that's probably best available uh, and maybe trying to trade that player or that pick before or after the draft. We saw what happened with Tyrese Halliburton, right? Like, he got picked number 12. Same position as Deer and Fox. They tried to see if it worked out for a year and a half or so, and then they're like, if it doesn't work out, at least we have a guy who's talented, whose talent exceeds his draft position, and we could flip for somebody else who eventually becomes an all-star or, or becomes that all-star player in DeMontis Sabonis. So it'll be interesting to see what the Kings do with this pick. Uh, I think you and I agree they need a power forward. They need a shooting guard. Those are the two positions in need this offseason. How are they going to fill those? Maybe one's through the draft, one's through free agency. Maybe they, they trade the pick to fill both of those positions. Not really sure. All I know is today was a huge victory for the Sacramento Kings. It is. And the NBA draft combine actually started yesterday. Uh, goes through the end of this week. This is a big draft combine now for the Kings because of the reason that I just mentioned. They're probably going to be in a situation where they have a lot of similar type players, same position type players to be looking at. You've got a guy like Shaden Sharp who didn't play in college last year. So the draft combine is going to be your pretty much your best look at him. Very, very important week for the Kings now to decipher which player they like the most out of that group yep. of wings. Yeah, they have about a month or so until the draft to kind of figure it out. Let's just go through the top four picks here to help kind of decide or, or eliminate uh, some options. Orlando is the big winner today, right? They win the number yep. one overall pick. Are they taking Chet Holmgren? I don't see how they don't. I, I mean, it, maybe it ends up being a situation where they say they like Jabari Smith better, but I, I just don't see that being uh, a realistic possibility. Chet Holmgren, to me, has the highest ceiling of anybody in the draft. He fits alongside that team. Um, they've got a, a guy in Franz Wagner who was a front runner early on in the year for Rookie of the Year last year. Jalen Suggs didn't really play much due to injury. So they've got a good young core. And what they the only thing they're really missing is that stretch four position next to Mo Bamba. To think the size and length inside with the shot-blocking potential of Holmgren and Bamba, yeah. that's a great start. I, I see Orlando being an easy pick for Holmgren. What does this mean for their team uh, this upcoming season? It means they're going to be better. Uh, they're now, you know, they're still in this rebuilding phase, right? They've got a ton of young players on this team, not a lot of uh, veterans or, uh, you know, guys who are in the superstar or star mode currently. It's a lot of potential on this yep. team, right, um, with the opportunity to grow. So the future is bright, certainly. What's up, Richard? Good to see you here. Why are we so juiced for the fourth pick? Because they Cause moved it's up, not man. Eight. It's not eight. <laughs> it's not ten. It's not seven. 
Uh, it's another uh, tool in the war chest to get the Kings back to the playoffs. What's up, Dennis? You are late. The Kings win the number four pick in the draft lottery. I'm glad you made it. Gotham is here. John Silva, JN. Welcome in, everybody. Thank you all for joining us. It's a big one. We do want pick number one, but it's over already. We didn't win one. Orlando got one, but I'm happy with four. So uh, Much better chance of improving the team at four than there is at eight. Right. All right, let's move on to pick number two, Calvin. Oklahoma City Thunder, they basically stayed where they were supposed to be at. Are they taking Jabari Smith? Yeah, again, this is a pretty easy one to me. I, I think if Chet Holmgren falls to them at two, then they will definitely be happy with taking him. But they've got their guard situation set. Obviously, Gilgis Alexander is a stud already. Um, Josh Giddy was really, really good for them last year in the time that he was on the court. Trey Mann is another guard that uh, has showed a little bit of promise to them so I think it's pretty obvious they look to draft big men the two best big men in this draft are Holmgren and Jabari Smith so if Holmgren is gone at one it's pretty obvious to me that you take Jabari Smith at number two yep yeah uh there's been plenty small market teams that have gotten the number one pick uh and the Sacramento Kings have had the number one pick it was a long time ago and it didn't work out too well for them uh, I don't know if the draft lottery is rigged, like people say. Um, maybe it is, maybe it's not. I'm not pushing any rumors. I do know in 85 it was rigged because the Kings should have won that year instead yes. of the Knicks. Barry wasn't even born yet, but he does know for a fact it was rigged. I've seen way too many YouTube videos to know that that <laughs> shit was rigged, and the Kings should have had that. But that's all good. It, it happens. But, yes, we're moving on. It's the future. Uh, the Kings have pick number four. I saw another interesting comment here. Um, if Banchero falls to number four, do the Kings take him or do they look to trade the pick? That would be – that's a tough call. Um, that guy – look, for somebody his size, he is incredibly skilled. I mean, the, the first time that I actually watched him play – I was like, holy crap, I didn't realize this guy was that big. Yeah. I thought he was like a, you know, 6'6 six, six wing or a 6'6 six, six guard. He's huge. He's 6'10. He's built like, a, you know, a, a freight train basically, but incredibly skilled, can handle the ball, uh, has a beautiful shot for somebody his size. His offensive potential or ceiling is very, very high. The thing about him is he, he has a lot of question marks on defense. His effort, his uh, overall intensity, uh, his lateral quickness, things like that. And, you know, we're talking about a team in Sacramento that obviously needs a lot of help defensively. So it's, it's a, it would be a tough call because that guy has a ton of potential, ton yep. of potential. He is a very prototypical NBA forward yep. with the ability to stretch the floor, can handle the ball, make decisions, kind of run your offense like a Draymond Green, a point forward sort of a thing. He's got a lot of, of skills and a lot of talent. Um, but the question is, is there a better fit for this team, you know, than, than selecting him at number four? Yeah, just going back to this whole 85 draft thing, <laughs> yes, the Kings had the worst record in the NBA, and that was the very first year of the draft lottery. David Stern uh, was running the draft lottery. He grew up a Knicks fan. And there's a quote from him saying, I will not have Patrick Ewing playing in a barn. 
that fueled the rumors uh, that the envelope was frozen or the corner was bent. There are a lot of good videos on YouTube you could watch about it. I think it's called like the greatest tra tragedy in sports. They talk about that. They talk about the playoff series between the Kings and the Lakers and a, a bunch of other stuff like that. But we're moving on here. I'm trying to move on. Uh, the Kings do have the fourth pick in this draft. And uh, yes, yes, you're right, Dennis. That is why David Stern kept the Kings in Sacramento because he felt so bad about that. He didn't know Patrick Ewing was going to be as good as he was. Jaden Ivey, number four to the Sacramento Kings. I can already see the jersey now, Calvin. I can see myself scrambling to buy it on Fanatics and my size being sold out before I can hit the buy button. It feels like the past two years have been like that. These uh, COVID lockdowns and shortages of products have affected me immensely in my jersey collection. Is Jaden Ivey the guy in number four? Is he the right pick? Man, that's the, you know, whatever it's going to be, $5 million question. Um, I like Jaden Ivey a lot. I, I like a lot of these guys for different reasons. I like Keegan Murray a ton. Um, I like Shaden Sharp as well. I think the combine is really going to be an important time to get a look at Sharp just because he didn't play last year. But Jaden Ivey, to me, looks like, uh, you know, ha he has that two-way potential. He's a very, very solid defender, really great athlete. If he can continue to get a little bit better with his decision-making offensively um, and his sh overall shooting, he could end up being a tremendous, tremendous player in this league. Yep. Real quick, I want to remind everybody here in the chat, the Kings did a little bit of winning today. Uh, not as much as, as Flame Flurry because he continues to win. I think he won $100 today. The Kings win the fourth pick in the NBA draft. If you guys want to do some winning as well, we are giving away a $250 Fanatics gift card. It's very easy to enter. I'm going to post the link here in the chat. All you need to do is click on that link. Go to that video. It's very, very short. It's like less than 30 seconds. It explains all you have to do is like the video, subscribe to that channel, and comment down below your favorite team, and you will be entered to win the $250 Fanatics gift card. And maybe you can get a Jaden Ivey jersey. I'm not sure <laughs> if it's available in your size, but go click on that link. Go enter in, uh, and good luck to everybody. It seems like it's coming down to me, Calvin. Ivy Sharp, right? With this pick. Yeah, those seem to be the two front runners right now, but a lot can change between now and draft night. What's the main difference between these two players that you see? Oh, um, that's tough. They're both incredibly athletic. Uh, Shaden Sharp is a much better shooter right now than Jaden Ivey is. I think he's a, a better decision maker, playmaker overall with the ball. Ivey is, is a really good slasher and is really good around the rim. Um, but he has a lot of turnover issues or had a lot of turnover issues this year at Purdue. Uh, the, the only, the biggest thing for me right now is I've seen uh, Ivy play elite defense at an elite level in college basketball. You know, the Big Ten and the SEC, which are the two conferences these guys came from, are both excellent conferences. But I didn't see Shaden Sharp lock down anybody in the SEC. 
because he wasn't playing. Doesn't mean he can't do it, but Sharp right now is a better shooter. Um, and Ivy, I think, because I've I've got the actual eye test from him, I don't mm-hmm. have the eye test from Sharp, is the better defender right now, in my opinion. I see someone here in the chat saying Sharp is a star, Murray is a role player. Why are you guys talking about people dying? I see Elvis, <laughs> Thurman Munson, I, I see John Lennon. What did I say? Gotham apparently says his first memory in life is the day that John Lennon died. What did we say to bring that up? I have have no idea, but... You guys are awesome. You guys entertain me. And yes, it's okay if you want to buy an A's jersey. Anything but a Lakers jersey, you can buy with that gift card. Uh, And yeah, go in and enter. And uh, subscribe to Basketball at the Bar. We're there every single weekday having fun so make sure you guys join us for that somebody says i would draft the most athletic person you agree with that um i mean i again ivy and sharp you know they're both right up there at the top of the list for most most (laughs) athletic in this draft (laughs) you guys are out of control here (laughs) (laughs) um so i i don't know if i don't know if i would go just based on that um it would be a tough pick. I'm also not completely sold that Keegan Murray is is just a role player. That that dude's a, a flat out stud. Yeah, I want to know where you guys were when the Kings won the draft lottery and got the fourth overall pick in this year's draft. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Do, does not, that count as winning the draft lottery? Yeah, that's a win. I mean, don't you have to be number one to win the draft lottery? They moved up. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I want to know where you guys were when the Kings moved up in the draft lottery to pick number four. Richard was changing a diaper. Calvin and I were here in the studio. I was drinking a warm <laughs> beer. Uh, yeah. Hotel in Stockton, says Gotham. That's also a good location. I was watching an NBA playoff game when OJ was on the freeway. Oh, I definitely remember that. Oh, yeah. Daddy daycare. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're here. We're here to Man, entertain you guys as, as much as we can. This has been quite the trip down memory lane. 2K says, Sharp is the pick. Better fit, higher ceiling. Um, I agree he has a higher ceiling. I agree. I, I would be really happy if the Kings took either one of those guys. I, I will just say that. Ivy or Sharp, I think, would be s- solid fits in both respects. You like Smith? Could Smith fall? Jabari Smith? Jabari Smith. I find it very unlikely that he's available at four. I do like him a lot. I think he would fit really well on this team. But, uh, <laughs> Fred, that was manscaping. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> I, I sometimes have to make sure that I don't watch this chat because I will get distracted very, very easily. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Jabari Smith would be a really good fit on this team. I just don't see him being there at number four. John says, do you think Three, Monty... maybe, but four, no. John says, do you think Monty is taking another guard? At this point, it looks likely, right? Because there aren't a ton of really good big men in this class, and the ones that are are probably going to be got off the board in the first two or three picks. So I don't know if it's necessarily a guard as much as it is a wing player. Yep. You know, any of these guys, Ivy, Sharp, Murray... Um, yeah, it's probably going to be one of those, that group of players. 
I mean, if we're playing the, the roulette only... here, John, and it's black, 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 we're betting on black again, right? Because yeah. he yeah. took point guard, point guard. Maybe he takes another point guard. I hope not, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't see a reason why he doesn't take a shooting guard in this draft because yeah. position a need for Sacramento. Maybe he's sold on Dante DiVincenzo. I'm not. I'm a big fan of Dante DiVincenzo, but do I think that he is – no matter what, the starting shooting guard for Sacramento next season? No, I don't. I think the Kings need to upgrade at the two, and they need to upgrade at the four. If the Kings are able to get one of these fours and he's a starter, then I play Dante at the two. That's fine. Otherwise, I- I'm probably going to take whoever is best at the shooting guard or power forward position in the draft if they fall to me. Yeah. Yeah, they need a power forward too. Absolutely. Um but I think where they're going to be picking at four, they have a better option in the draft alone of improving the shooting guard or the wing position than they do power forward. They should look to trade or free agency for the power forward spot. And, yeah, is that a true story, Gotham? What's up, Sean? Good to see you here. Uh, 2K said, uh, if Banchero and Sharp are there at four, who would you take? See, that's when it gets tough to me. If Banchero does end up being there still at number four then you've got two positions of need for your roster that you could look to improve I I think Sharp is still probably the pick for me I I agree with what uh, somebody said earlier that he's got a higher ceiling Boncaro really I I like him a lot Um, but I I think in the short term you know just from the, this offseason to next year's team, Sharp probably makes the team a little bit better right away than Bancaro does. <laughs> Apparently, Gotham got shot in the shin during uh, a during a car jacking, and he has the gun still. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty impressive, Gotham. You and, should write a book, man. Yeah, and I think you were watching our show while you were doing that, right? Because he, he watches us or listens to us a bunch while he's driving. So oh, yeah. I would yeah. assume that probably gave him... <laughs> Gotham the, is Batman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think <laughs> that Batman is from Gotham, but Gotham is from Batman. That's oh, hilarious. Uh, Richard says, was crossing the bridge behind Safeway on Country Club and a car unloaded on me and my cousin for no reason. Wow, I hope you're okay. Yeah, uh, seriously. I thought today was so positive from the Kings moving up, not winning, but moving up in the draft lottery. And you guys are talking about people dying and people getting <laughs> shot here. Uh, this has taken an interesting turn. Based on Monty's record in the draft, he should do well with pick number four. Another good comment from Neil. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's drafted well. I think he's made good yeah. trades. I didn't want to give up Tyrese. I know a ton of people didn't want to give up Tyrese Halliburton, but we got an all-star, um, and he didn't get fleeced in some of these trades like we saw happen in the Vlade Divox era. He didn't have to give up picks to move off from big contracts. Yes, we lost a rising young star in Tyrese Halliburton, who I think is going to be amazing, <laughs> um, but what? <laughs> Don't say the T word. No. Oh. Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways, uh, I forgot what I was going to say here. But um, he was able to get rid of Buddy Heald's big contract 
and bring in an all-star all in one trade without giving up draft picks. So I think the moves he's made have shown that he is capable uh, in his position. And, and yeah, I agree with you. I, I think having the fourth pick is, is going to be huge for him. Vivek hates his daughter. That's why he sent her to Stockton. Uh, don't know if I agree with that. Uh, Calvin, you want to, I see some messages getting retracted here. EJ, Sebastian, what's up? Uh, what were your thoughts on, on the whole Nani, uh, assistant to the GM, assistant GM, whatever's going on in Stockton. Um, my <laughs> There's no wolves in Stockton. There are, well, that we know of. Uh, look, I, I'm happy for anybody who has a goal or a dream and gets the opportunity to go after that or pursue that. On the other side of the coin, though, I think there are a lot of people out there who should feel pretty disrespected by this move that have spent thousands and thousands of hours scouting players, doing, uh, you know, behind the scenes grunt work, sometimes not getting paid for that work, having this life goal of becoming an NBA GM, and then they see this happen. It's got to be pretty disheartening. Yeah, should have worked harder, right? Should have worked harder. Should have had a billionaire dad. Should have been born into a different family. Yeah, it's quite unfortunate. I see some similarities to the Genie Bus situation with the Lakers. Um, How that plays out, I'm not really sure. All I can hope for is that uh, she seems to be a very passionate person, and hopefully uh, she can put all her passion into the Stockton Kings. Um, But Calvin, I, I think that this, to me, is not a permanent position for her this seems like a, a G League assignment to come back yeah. to Sacramento. So we'll yeah. see uh, what that ends up being. John wants to know, is Ivy safer and therefore the better pick versus Sharp? Um, he might be safer, but that doesn't make him the better pick, right? Like, it, it's all – there's so much luck involved in this situation, there just is. Um, you can do all the research you want. You can go to the combine. You can uh, get all their their test score numbers, their vertical jump, all this stuff. At the end of the day, that doesn't mean one, one player is going to be better than the other. Um, doesn't mean that one player is going to be better in Sacramento than the other. It, it's all. There's a lot of luck involved in this situation. You ha- you do your your due diligence to try to figure out which guy you like the best. And, and you go with that, and you live with the consequences. So is he the safer pick? Yes, probably because Sharp didn't play in college last year, and we haven't seen him on a basketball court in a long time. But it doesn't mean that it's the better pick necessarily. Come on, guys. we got over 60 people watching right now. Hit that like button. Everybody, right now, hit that like button if you're a Kings fan. If you're stoked the Kings got the fourth pick in the draft, Hit that like button if you're excited for next season. You think they're going to make the playoffs like I do. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you all uh, for watching. We know that there's so many different distractions in this world. There's TV. There's cable. There's YouTube. uh, There's all these different things you guys are choosing right now to hang out with us, and we greatly appreciate that. So thank you guys so much. We're getting a ton of things going here uh, in the comments, Calvin. Um, John yeah, says, EJ, I would really love to show highlights of all these guys right now. Unfortunately, um, you know, we, we just got this channel monetized this year. And if we put up a bunch of highlights of those guys, 
we will get flagged for it. And YouTube does I, not I, like as it. As much as I would love to to do an entire draft special and go over every prospect and show highlights of every single one of them, YouTube doesn't like us to do that. We are working on a way to maybe uh, take some clips, have Calvin do like an in-depth analysis where he pauses the clip uh, and maybe has like a whiteboard where he can draw and stuff like that. Uh, in the future, we're going to try and do stuff like that this offseason. Um, we're going to be putting out some awesome draft stuff here. Uh, but as far as like showing live clips here on the show, unfortunately, we can't do that um, because we'll get flagged and we'll get taken down and then uh, – we won't be able to hang out with you guys here. Thanks, Jeff. We appreciate you watching. Sebastian says, Jaden Ivey, if he falls to four, or Holmgren. Yeah, that's the beauty of four, right? As we were just talking about that earlier today on the other show, the beauty of having pick four is you're going to get one of these top four prospects, no matter what. Uh, so I don't think the Kings really can make a wrong move here at number four honestly, and I'm going to knock on wood here because uh, they could definitely screw it up, but I, I'm positive in what's happened recently. I'm positive with the GM and, and stuff like that, and getting number pick or pick number four makes it a hell of a lot easier for them. It really does. I wish it did at pick number two, but uh, we're moving on from that. I think anyone that hurts random people for no good is a piece of filth. I mean, that's guaranteed. Chet may slide. He's a great player, but he's like 20 pounds. Yeah, I mean, we've seen that in the past, right, where uh, players have fallen due to body type or body size. Uh, I'm not sure if he'll fall the, to four. The farthest place he's fallen is two. <laughs> I don't see any, any way that he doesn't get picked in the top two picks. Vitas hates Vladi Divox. Hates a strong word. Um, I definitely do not hate <laughs> Vladi Divox at all, but um, the dude tried as, as well as he could. You know, he I don't think he did anything in Sacramento to hurt the team. He only wanted to help them. Uh, whether you're qualified for that position or not is a whole other story, but hate's a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I could act out some highlights for you. <laughs> we just got to get the, the camera in the studio moved to a court. We can do that. Ivy is really a dog, says Buddha. He is. What's up, Buddha? He is. That's what the Kings need. Uh, I, I'm all for going after defensive-minded guys that have that, yeah, that dog mentality or, or whatever it is, however you want to describe it. Um, and I do definitely see that in Jaden Ivy, which is why I like him so much. Richard says, I'm starting to feel juiced with the positive things I'm hearing from everyone so far. Let's hope we get this pick right. That's right, Richard. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling mm -hmm. pretty good, too. I, I think as, it's... As we've been saying for months now, this is just the first domino, right, that, yeah. that has to fall for the Kings offseason to be a success. Yeah. I mean, if I were to ask you, when was the last time the Kings went into the season with an all-star on their roster a coach of the year on their roster and a top four pick in the NBA draft. That's very rare. And that doesn't even include De'Aaron Fox and a potential rookie of the year candidate last year in Davion Mitchell. So things are moving in the right direction for the Sacramento Kings. That is for sure. 
Jeff, I like when you guys talk Kings basketball. Thank you, Jeff. We also love to talk Kings basketball. John says, I hope uh, Apollo doesn't drop to four. I think he's the worst fit next to Sabonis out of the top six players in the draft. You agree with that? Um, yes and no. Uh, I mean, Bancaro, like I said, is a really skilled offensive forward. Uh, he can shoot from outside, so he can space the floor. And it, just in that regard alone, he would fit next to Sabonis. I think I agree with you in terms of out of all the the <laughs> top six players, he might be um, – he could end up being the least productive out of all of them, basically. 2K says, with the fourth pick, the Sacramento Kings yeah, I, select I laughed at that one. Marcus Bagley. Oh, I hope not. I hope not. If, if that happens, if that happens, uh, I'm switching teams. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Uh, Gotham said, probably take some overseas guy. Y'all need to get rid of this negative energy. <laughs> get it out of here. Get the negative energy out of here. I was having a good day. The Kings got the fourth pick. Positive vibes, guys. Let's feel it. Positive vibes coming in here. Kings are on the up and up. Get rid of those negative thoughts. Just throw them out. We don't need them anymore. We don't need them anymore. Uh we got a good pick. We got the coach of the year or a coach of the year. We got <laughs> some good players. We're moving on. We're moving up. This is good. Yep. This is good, guys. This is yep. really good. As Calvin said, this is one domino to fall. The rest are coming. It's exciting. Kings are making the playoffs. I, I know I said it at the <laughs> end of the season. I'm going to say it again. Said it end of last season, too. Don't say that, Calvin. The Kings are making the playoffs this year. Whatever you guys want me to bet on it, I'll do it. Let me know your thoughts in the chat, but I'm calling it right now. The Kings will make the playoffs next season. What's up, Greg? Are you talking about uh, my boy Doug, who I used to work with at In-N-Out Burger? Shout out. King select Nikola Jokovic with the fourth pick. Nope. Nope. I'm down for basketball charades. That'd be pretty fun, right? <laughs> Trying to read all these comments. They're coming in pretty fast. Yes, sir. Welcome to the channel. If you guys are Kings fans, hit that uh, hit that like button. We only got 57 likes right now. Also, hit that subscribe button and the notification cowbell if you guys want to be notified every time we put out a new video. Also want to remind you all, we are giving away a $250 Fanatics gift card. All you got to do is watch the video that I just posted in the chat Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, write your favorite team in the bottom, and you'll be eligible to win a $250 Fanatics gift card and get yourself a Jaden Ivy jersey. Or a Shaden Sharp jersey. Don't get a size large, though, because I'm trying to get a size large, and they're always taken, Calvin. They're always taken. He could have drafted Luca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have, could have, should have, would have, didn't. We got to move on. We got to move on. Sebastian says, we need to trade Harrison Barnes. Uh, yeah, if you're going to get uh, another starter in return, yeah, I'm all for it. Um, and I, I think any trade involving Harrison Barnes is probably going to have to be a package deal, right? I, I don't really see many trade scenarios out there where you're just trading Harrison Barnes and you're getting a starting caliber player in return, like a, a player swap, basically. Yep. It, it's probably going to have to include a draft pick or Rashawn Holmes 
or, you know, I'm not advocating for this, but Davion Mitchell, something like that, uh, you know. You know what I want to see happen? I want to see the Kings take Jaden Ivey with pick number four, and I want them to trade Rashawn Holmes, Harrison Barnes, and a lottery-protected pick next year for John Collins. Yeah. Yeah, I would like that. I think that would be and, awesome. And, Steven, you're right. People will like or will want an expiring deal, especially for a veteran player like Barnes who does a lot of things well. Um, but you have to look at this from the Kings' perspective, right? What are you going to get in return? It's not just trading Harrison Barnes to get his contract off your books. You don't have, unless you, you draft somebody who's going to replace him right now, he's you don't have a lot of wings on this team. So as of right now, Harrison Barnes is still valuable to Sacramento until you get somebody to replace him. Yeah, and it's he's I think he's expiring after next season, so it's not like right. you have a, a Russell... A Westbrook contract or, or no, one no. of these well, crazy I, his, contracts. His point was to try to trade Harrison Barnes because he's got an expiring contract. A mm. lot of teams will like that. And yep. that is true, yep. absolutely. But I'm not trading him just because I'm looking to get rid of his expiring contract. I need somebody to replace him. Yep. Uh, John says, I like Ivy, but he's a little short. Sharp can work at the three as well as the two. A very good point. Very good I think point. He's six four, right? Six four. Sharp is yeah. a little bit taller. No, than Sharp that. is six six. Yeah. I think Ivy's yeah. six four. Ivy is yeah, six four, six five, something like that. But I mean, there was a, a really small shooting guard that had an amazing season with the LA Lakers today, and that's Malik Monk, who played with uh Ty or with yeah. Deer and Fox in college. Going into the draft, the whole thing was about him being too small, too short. Had an incredible year. I think that was probably the most value packed contract in the NBA this season. Yeah, and, and the one thing I'll say about uh, Ivy, even though he's a little bit shorter than, than Sharp, Ivy is, has lockdown defensive potential. So that, to me, means that I don't really... If he was only 6'2 or something like that, then I would have some, some other questions. But th I think the guy can definitely play two-guard in this league. What's up, Stephen Brown? Welcome in, welcome in. Glad you're here to join us. I want to hear your thoughts on the Kings getting the fourth pick in the NBA draft this year. I am ecstatic. I hope you are too. But uh, let me know how you feel in the chat, and I want to know who you want the Kings to draft or if you want them to trade the pick. Cameron says, I live in Dallas, Texas, and watching Luka in a Mavs uniform makes me sick. It did that for me for about a year, and then I moved on. And now I enjoy watching him because he's a, an amazing player. Uh, yes, there are thoughts of what could have been in Sacramento, but uh, I feel like as a, I'm a Kings fan, yes, but I'm also a basketball fan. And as a basketball fan, you got to kind of take a step back and be like, wow, I'm lucky to get to see this guy play live. We missed out on all-time greats, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Bill Russell, uh, Kareem, Wilt, all these guys we missed out on we get to see them play we get to see highlights and stuff like that but it's totally different when you're able to watch somebody's career firsthand and watch them grow so i'm very disappointed he's not with the kings but uh, i'm past that and i enjoy watching luca because the dude is an absolute stud the year they picked wallace at three finally moving in the right direction yep they were Jay Drew, I heard they are extending Monty's contract uh, to a line. I think he's going to get a four-year extension or, or maybe three years past next year. 
and it's supposed to align with Mike Brown. But I heard they're going to be extending him. They definitely should. They definitely should. And in, in, uh, getting the fourth pick here, man, you know Sabonis is going to have to go to the draft lottery every year if the Kings m- make it again to the draft lottery because that was great for him. I want to remind everybody that's watching right now, if you have not hit that like button, please hit that like button. If it's your first time here, welcome to Royal Rebounds, your favorite Sacramento Kings YouTube channel. That's Calvin. I'm Barry. We're two huge Kings fans. Uh, We both grew up in Davis. Uh, Calvin was one of the star players on Davis High School basketball team. And uh, we went to college in Sonoma. Calvin moved to Michigan. I moved to Hawaii. About uh, six or seven years later, Calvin visited me here in Maui and decided he wanted to come to Maui as well. So we both live in Hawaii. We do podcasts on the Kings. We also do an all-NBA podcast called Basketball at the Bar. And we come back to Sacramento uh, pretty regularly. We try to go to as many games as we can. I will actually be uh, in Sacramento next week. So if any of you guys would like to grab a beer with me, Uh, You can leave me a comment, uh, you can send me an email, or you can hit me up on Instagram at Royal Rebounds. I'd love to meet each and every one of you. And also, please hit that subscribe button, because we we greatly appreciate it. We're all Kings fans, and we want to uh, grow this thing together, and we want to get the Kings back to the playoffs. Uh, Do you guys say anything about Isaac and what might happen to him in Orlando? That's a good question. Very good question. I'm not really sure <clears throat> what's going to happen with him. <clears throat> um, excuse me. I saw our trade Fox oh, guy in here. After my liver. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's, they're all in here right now. Wow. Davis was your adversary, huh? Oh, Elk Grove. Actually, oh. yeah. I think I beat Elk Grove a lot when I was. What are, your, what are your thoughts on that? On Jonathan Isaac? Yeah. I think it's a total toss up. I mean, if I'm Orlando, you know, I just gave him all that money. I'd like to see what he looks like when he comes back yep. first. Uh, and then they, they also have this issue with Franz Wagner, who's not nearly the defensive player that Jonathan Isaac is, but Wagner showed a lot of promise He's in his rookie season. Really well. Actually, I think he scored the most points of any rookie this year, and he was hurt a good portion of the season. So he had a really productive rookie year. So I'm I'm really not sure what Orlando does with Jonathan Isaac. Oh, man, I'm really behind here in the chat. I'm really behind here. Dennis, thank you. I, I thought I said adversary, but. Thank you for the super chat, Dennis. We appreciate it. I like HB. He's been solid for us. He really has been. He really has been solid. Um but you know, if you, if you want to make the playoffs, you got to get some more talent on this team. Uh, you know, Calvin and I, we love a lot of players on the Sacramento Kings, but to be a good GM in the league, you don't always look at them as players. You got to look at them as pieces and what you can do to shift them around to fill all the positions and bring more talent to your team. Yeah. What are you laughing at over there? Oh, just, uh, I, I guess I said the wrong word. Dennis oh. is calling me out. Uh, trade Fox, get Jabari Smith or Ivy. Uh, I mean, you're not going to need to trade Fox to get Ivy, I don't think. But uh, they want to know, can we get a Hawaii Airlines ticket? I mean, you're welcome to. You go to HawaiiAirlines.com. You can get it any time. They're open 24 hours. Also wants to know yep. who you're drafting. There's with. a lot of other airlines that fly to Hawaii, too. Also wants to know uh, who you're drafting with pick number four. <laughs> 
really tough call right now. Really, really tough call. I, I like Jaden Ivey a lot. I like Shaden Sharp a lot. I'm kind of leaning more towards Ivy just because I have I have actually seen him play a bunch in the last 12 months, right? You haven't seen that from Sharp. I agree. Somebody said earlier in the chat that Sharp has a higher ceiling, higher potential. I think that's probably true. Um, but again, you know, big bigger gamble, bigger question mark, drafting a guy who sat out a year uh, f- just because he's got a higher ceiling. I like Keegan Murray too f- as well. So I think there are different, a lot of different ways the Kings can roll with this. Um, but I, I like Ivy because of his two-way potential a- at the moment. What do you think about trading pick four to the Knicks for Julius Randle and pick number 11? I'm sorry, say that one more time. Pick number four yeah, for Julius Randle and pick number 11. Wow. I feel like you'd have to throw some yes. salary in there yes, to make Andrew, it work. Yes, Andrew, Ivy plays defense. I feel like you have to throw some salary in there to make that work because I don't think you can just absorb Julius Randle. But all that I, aside, I, what are your I thoughts? I like the idea of it, definitely. I mean, look, if the Kings come out of the draft and dramatically improve either the power forward, shooting guard, or small forward position, then I think you have to consider that a win. Yep. John Collins is staying with the Hawks. Sorry, uh, gutta start uh, or star. We don't know if he's staying with the Hawks, but the reason that I'm talking about him is because I like him and I think he's a great player. Uh, good luck with your Hawks. Um, they're going to have an interesting offseason as well. It'll be interesting to see uh, what really happens there. Uh, John says, I would try and get a young guy. No one is using the Jalen Johnson from Atlanta. What do you think about Jalen Johnson? Uh, another guy that is a freak athlete, a lot of potential, very skilled for a guy his size, 6'9", 6'10". Um, I'm a little surprised that he didn't, play more this year with the Hawks, especially early on in the season when they were struggling. But a ton of potential there, you know. The question is, is is it worth trying to trade for that guy as opposed to using, you know, the draft capital that you already have right now? Yeah. Cameron says wingspan is more important to height uh, this is probably referring to I would agree with Ivy. That. Do you know the wingspans? Uh, they listed them here in the chat earlier. I think Ivy is supposed to have something like a six nine, six ten wingspan. Sharps is bigger. It's over seven feet reportedly, but he's also a, a little bit bigger than Ivy in general. So two K said uh, would like the Kings to do something to get another pick and maybe get AJ Griffin as well. What do you think it would take for the Kings to, I don't know, maybe trade into 7-8 and keep pick four? Um, remind me, who who's at 7-8 and eight right now? Portland is 6. Portland right? is 7 now. Portland is 7. Uh, 8 would be uh, New Orleans. 8 would be New Orleans. And A.J. Griffin is, is supposed to go to Portland at 7 right now. Yeah, um, I think think it's probably more likely that New Orleans would be willing to trade their pick than Portland. Um, unless Portland, I mean, we won't know this before the draft, but if they're able to, you know, spend a lot of money in the offseason and sign some big free agents, Zach Levine's been reported out there yep. as a potential landing spot in Portland. 
Um, so I just think New Orleans with uh, the additions that they made at the deadline, getting Zion Williamson back, I think it's more likely to me that they would be willing to part with their first-round pick than Portland would. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm not really so sure what it would take to get one of those picks. Yeah, the thing for me is is I feel like Portland, they cleared all this cap space to swing for the fences at this point. And the thing that kind of screws up a, a team like the Kings is the fact that the draft is before free agency. So I think the only reason Portland is going to trade that pick is maybe for a guy like Harrison Barnes and Davion Mitchell if they were to strike out in free agency. But mm. we're not going to know if they strike out until later on. So that that's the only thing that um, makes it tough. I do think that Portland's looking for win-now players, though, and maybe they trade for a guy like Harrison Barnes at the trade deadline or, or something like that. But uh, Yeah, perhaps. It, it'll be tough to get two picks here in the top seven or eight. I think it would be very tough. What's up, Andrew? Good to see you here. Ivan says, go Blue Devils. I must be pretty pretty far back here. Um, I beat in Dallas on December 11th. I'm from Elk Grove. We lost to Davis all the time. Yeah, that's a bummer. Probably to Calvin. Went to the Mavs Kings this season, and, of course, Luca was injured. <laughs> that always is what happens to me, too, is it's just, yeah, you go to a game. Uh, you bring a Tyrese Halliburton jersey. Your plan is to sit behind the bench and get it autographed by him. And then he's traded for uh, DeMontis Sabonis that day. Story of my life. Yep. Story of my life. That's okay, though. Um, I don't drink bad for my liver. You got to drink something, right man. About your, that. your body's got to survive. Jabari Smith is the only impact player in the draft. I don't know if I agree with that. All right, I'm getting here close. Whoa, Andrew. It's a lot. Give us Lillard. That's not possible. Ingram, I don't know. I was big on Ingram. I do like Ingram, but the success they had later in the seasons uh going to make it a lot harder to get a guy like that. Um, Ivy is not better than Beal at this point. I think you meant to say younger. Oh, younger. Yeah. Yes, much, much younger. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Jeremiah Grant, are you still high on him, Calvin? Jeremy Grant? Yeah, I like Jeremy Grant a lot. Um, man, what am I trying to say here? I, I think the Kings... Mm, it's possible that they could do better than Jeremy Grant, though. Yeah. Jim, what's up, Jim? Good to see you here. Jim says, Ivy is a plug-and-play. Two, the kid from Kentucky is a freak athlete. The guy from Wisconsin is a knockdown shooter. You agree with all those? Uh, I agree with that completely. Kid what? from t Kentucky being sharp, and Johnny Davis would be the knockdown shooter from Wisconsin. Which one of these guys, or the type fits the Kings the best? Well, they all fit in different ways. Um, the Kings need shooting, so Johnny Davis and Sharp are both good shooters, better shooters than Ivy. Um, the Kings also need two-way players and better defenders, and, and that's Ivy. So they, they all fit for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, the question is, which one do you like the best and which one 
fits the best with the rest of the, the team and improves them the most. Yeah, Monty's going to bring them all in for workouts. Uh, I'm starting to lean more towards the fact that the Kings are probably not going to trade this pick. Uh, I think, you know, we talked about shooting guard position is a must-need for them. At this point, I think you take Ivy or Sharp, and then you try and fill that four position, or, or maybe even the three if you have to give up Harrison Barnes to get that four in free agency, uh, in trades. It's it's going to be really interesting here. Having this fourth pick really opens things up for the Sacramento Kings, so I, I am definitely excited about that. Andrew wants to trade up with Oklahoma City. I don't know if that's a good move. Uh, you know, everyone wants to have the number one pick or the number two pick. Yes, you do. But the Kings are looking pretty good at pick four. Uh, like we said, it, there's drafting best available. There's drafting for fit or for need. The Kings could be at a point here where they're drafting best available and the best fit for their team in the same guy at number four, mm-hmm. which it doesn't get much better than that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. Absolutely. Uh I'm team sharp, but I'll trust Monty to bring both of them in and do their due diligence. Yeah, I agree. It, it feels good to finally have a GM, right, that you can feel like will do his job, will do the right thing, uh, will go through what it takes, you know, won't just choose a guy out of emotion or, or quick feeling, but actually does the research, goes through the process, and selects the right person. That's why I'm stoked on Mike Brown. That's why I'm stoked on this number four pick is I think Monty will will squeeze the best available thing out of that. Yeah, yeah. Sebastian, what's up? Says Ivy is better, period. Uh, I see a Keegan Murray in here. What's your thoughts on Keegan Murray? I love Keegan Murray. I think he's a very well-rounded player, does a lot of things, very, very solid. He might not be you know, an elite player at this moment in any one particular area, but he had a a phenomenal season. Um, I think he set a Big Ten record for points scored in the Big Ten tournament. He led Iowa to the Big Ten tournament championship. Um, And that's, you know, playing against really top-level competition on every any given night. So I think he's definitely a player in this league. Um, I saw somebody earlier say he's probably just a role player, you know, I don't know what his ultimate ceiling might be, but I certainly think that this guy is going to be around, uh, you know, in the league for for a long time. Yeah. Yedis, uh we went over early on in the show, we went over the Kings draft pick since 2010. Um, it's been rough after they got some of these guys. It's been really rough, but the last two seasons, I think they picked the right guy and that gives me some confidence. I, I think, uh, ownership has learned. We have better management, uh, better leadership. So that makes me really excited, uh, for pick number four this year. And yes, I do miss Bielitsa, Greg. Uh, he was one of my favorite players on the Kings. I don't miss him. You don't miss him at all? Nope. I mean, he he looks a lot better on the Warriors because they're a much better team. <laughs> Put him back in Sacramento, he'll be right back to where he was. Yeah, Willie the Trill hit a couple of big shots over Devin Booker. Sacramento. That was a bummer. That was a bummer, especially to draft a center. I think they knew they were moving on from Cousins at that point. Don't you feel that Ivy and Fox are both too ball dominant to be on the floor together? 
wouldn't it be like Reese and Fox all over again minus Reese's shooting? Um, I think there that is a, a good point. He's definitely going to have to become a better catch-and-shoot player or a, you know, a better off-the-ball player in general. But he does move really well without the ball. He's an excellent finisher at the rim. And if the Kings eventually play faster like I want them to, Fox and Ivy on the break together could be really special. All right, we got to wrap this thing up here, uh, but yeah, real quick. Fortunately, I got to go to work. Sorry, guys. I would love to sit here and talk all day. But real quick, Calvin, um, Andrew wants you to rank the <clears throat> prospects from one to nine. Oh, geez. Um, I mean, we can say here. You said Chet's number Chet, one. Chet is number one for me. Smith, um, Jabari Smith, number two. Probably Jabari Smith, number two. A- after that, it gets really really mixed and and convoluted. I've said it before. There is no, like, there's a bunch of really solid players in this draft. The question of how many stars or elite players in this draft, that that is the huge question mark, right? It's it's really hard to determine. So after one and two, you know, some people like Boncaro at number three. Some people probably have him more at the bottom of the top ten. Obviously, as we've seen in this chat, the question of whether Sharp or Murray is better is a huge debate. There's a lot of potential for both of them. I think, generally speaking, you'd probably go Holmgren, Smith, Ivy, Sharp, you know, interchangeable. Um, I like Keegan Murray a lot. I think Benedict Matherin should be higher than what most people are ranking him. I'd probably put him in the six or seven range. I see most uh, draft projections having him going like eight to 11. Um, and then, you know, after that, it's all a question of finding those diamonds in the rough. Like, yep. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. Please hit that notification cowbell. So you guys will be notified every time we put out a new video this off season. Also, don't forget, I'm posting it one more time here in the chat. Uh, check out basketball at the bar. It is our all NBA channel. Also, we're giving away a $250 fanatics gift card. All you got to do, click on that link in the chat, go to the video. It's very short, follow the instructions and you will be entered in to win the $250 fanatics gift card. You guys are all awesome. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Kings get the fourth pick in the lottery. It is a huge win for Sacramento. Uh, You guys have a wonderful day. Hopefully you watch some basketball. And uh, come check us out tomorrow, Basketball at the Bar. We will be on live at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. As always, go Kings.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.